0: This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent
1: Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything A. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Brian Young.
0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. And brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit Mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. Today, there's an interactive map available to keep track of where grain is shipped and how many cars are moving. Feeder cattle prices in Saskatchewan were up and down this week. And we'll hear the latest winner of the CKRM spring country cookout, Ryan Bull of the Bethune area. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour.
1: This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young.
0: Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection, and Municipal Hail Insurance, Farmers Insuring Farmers. See MunicipalHail.ca. Tracking grain movement across Canada is now easier than ever. This month, Statistics Canada released the Grain Supply Chain Dashboard, an interactive map that details, among other things, segments of the railway network, the number of cars, and a car's last known location. The dashboard was developed in partnership with the Ag Transport Coalition. Greg Northy with Pulse Canada, one of the members of the coalition, says it's all about transparency.
2: A group of agricultural organizations have been running the Ag Transport Coalition for close to 10 years now. And so as part of that project, uh, it's all about bringing transparency to the grain supply chains. As part of that project, we collect a lot of data. We purchase data, and we have a pretty good understanding of essentially how grain is moving on the rail networks. And so, one of our goals with a program like that is to is to collaborate with railways, with all levels of government, on finding a common data set, working with data, bringing transparency. And so, one of our options, one of the the, the things we looked at was okay, what about StatsCan? And you know, they publish a lot of information. They're seen as a It's obviously a a huge depository of data and and a trusted source of data and transparency. And so we started to speak with them about, well, how could they do a a daily product? Because we collect data daily um, on how green is moving in the supply chain and work with them on on giving them data uh, so that they could actually publish uh, on their own website a, a daily report on how Grain is moving through the network. And we started that process about a year ago and and we had the launch of the product uh, this month. And so it's a a really interesting product. First time in Stats Canada's history, they've done a daily product like this where they they push out data in in a map form. Uh, And so, yeah, we're we're very excited about it. It's a a really good example of how collaboration can work for everybody.
0: And this was released this month, you said?
2: Exactly, yeah, it was released a a couple weeks ago. And it's now available daily on the StatsCanada website.
0: Awesome. And that was going to be my next question, too, about the accessibility of this sort of thing. Like, I can just go on the computer or on my phone and track uh, how the grain supply chain is doing?
2: Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, so it's a, in a map form, which is which is pretty cool. You can go to take a look at it, and you can do it, from, obviously, from your phone or your computer. And it'll show the map of Western Canada, it'll show the you know, the elevators in Canada, it'll show the destination like the, the ports, destinations, Thunder Bay, Vancouver. And what it does each each day is it, it automatically refreshes using our data and, and shows basically where where hopper cars are in the in the grain network. The product is very careful around confidentiality. So, you, you know, you won't be able to pin it to any specific owner of those, of those grand cars, but you see all of them and you see where they're, where they're bunching up. You can see where a lot of them have been sitting. You can see the choke points. Um, so it's a really interesting product. It's a 1.0, like it's a real, you know, first step on this. So it has a lot of functionality that we can start to dig into with, with Task Canada as we move forward.
0: Is this sort of thing like open to feedback from the public or maybe companies or producers? Like, say, for example, uh, you know, something goes haywire, you can't access the dashboard or something isn't quite right in terms of like data or anything like that. Is it kind of open to feedback and improvements?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this is very much meant to to be like I said that first step in something like this and so we are you know hoping we we receive feedback from 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 all stakeholders and it can be done through the stats game of the website but also directly with the ag transport coalition as well so myself or any other any of the partners like any kind of input uh good or bad is always welcome on this kind of thing because we think this is really the future right around transparency and just and just everyone working with a with a common set of data and understanding what's happening out there and so it's definitely open to feedback
0: Awesome, and one more question for me. Uh, I'm just kind of curious, how long this kind of was put together? Was it over a few months or a few years?
2: Yeah, so it, it you know we started conversations with Stats Canada about a year ago, I'd say you know last uh, June. And while while it looks fairly simple as far as you know the mapping feature, you know we are we're getting you know the the data behind it is is extremely complicated how it how it how it works how it moves through a system, and so it, it took us almost a year to work through it both with you know how we interacted with stats canada and how you know the data was cleaned and made confidential and everything else and so yeah it was a it was a long process but we think it's worth it
0: that's greg northy vice president of corporate affairs with pulse canada talking about the grain supply chain dashboard developed by stats canada and the ag transport coalition
1: back to saskatchewan agriculture today with ryan young on 620 ckrm
0: This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch. For Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, size matters. See Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist. Prairieeaves Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were mixed last week. Fonda Froat's Provincial Cattle Specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture provided the latest cattle market update for the week of May 15th to 19th.
3: Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices reported by Canfax were a little mixed over the last week compared to the previous week. Feeder steers ranged from 372 per 100 weight for the 4 to 500 pound category to 254 per 100 weight for the 900 plus pound category. There were price gains over the prior week in the bottom and top end weight categories with the largest average gain in the 4 to 500 pound steers. Up an impressive seventeen sixty-seven per hundred weight over the prior week. And the largest decrease was in the six to seven hundred pound steers, down an average of four hundred eight per hundred weight from the prior week. Average weekly prices for heifers reported on May 19th were down in all the reported weight categories. Prices ranged from 31925 per hundred weight for the four to five hundred pound category to two hundred forty eight. For the 800 plus pound category, it was the four to 500 pound heifers that had the largest decline over the prior week, which was 792 below.
0: And what were some of the factors affecting these markets?
3: Yeah, we continue to see limited marketings and a tighter supply of feeder cattle coming to market, which is supporting these prices. Also, a factor is the increased buying interest from the US as their cost of gain is coming down.
0: How did cattle marketings do?
3: Canfax reported 4,827 head of Saskatchewan feeder cattle sold over the week, and this is down from the 7,445 head the previous week. And market-ready cattle? The Canfax price for Alberta-fed steers on May 19th was 237.11 per hundredweight, and this was up 5, 5.66 per hundredweight compared to the last reported price of 231.45 on May 12th. Bed cattle prices have continued to establish record highs. Alberta cow prices on May 19th were mixed compared to the prior week, with D2 cows being down and D3 cows unchanged. D2 cows decreased on average $187 per hundredweight from the prior week to average 147 83 per hundredweight. The price of D3 cows was unchanged, ending the week with an average of 131.90 per hundredweight.
0: That's Fonda Froats, Provincial Cattle Specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture.
1: You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young.
0: Now today's Ag Review with Doug Faulkner of GX94 brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in
4: Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire
0: dealers.
4: Farm Credit Canada's recent outreach to specific agri-food sectors hit by unusual environmental conditions has now extended to those hit by the broader economic environment. The federal ag lender now says it will offer an unsecured credit line of up to $500,000 with loan processing fees waived to help producers, agribusinesses and agri-food operations with their immediate cash flow needs. FCC says it's making the offer to both new and existing customers who are experiencing financial difficulties, including cash flow challenges due to higher than average input costs and elevated interest rates. While the Bank of Canada has maintained its policy rate since January, FCC warned in a March outlook that additional intervention could still be required to get inflation to 2%. Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada is looking for Canadian farmers to participate in a survey about weather and climate. Producers have until October to take part in the Agro-Climate Impact Reporters Survey. The survey is open for the last week of each month until October. The online survey is designed for the collection reporting of weather and climate impacts on farm operations across Canada Producers can complete the survey by email or by phone as well. The questionnaire takes about five minutes to complete and requires information like farm location, type of farm, if the area is experiencing weather or climate-related impacts, soil moisture condition, and steps farmers have taken to adapt to challenging weather this year. Once the responses are collected, scientists use them to create a map of conditions across Canada. The speculative short position in canola continued to shrink during the week ended May 15th as speculators bought back short positions and put on new longs. That's according to the latest Commitments of Traders report from the U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission. As of May 15th, the net managed money short position in canola futures came in at 48,599 contracts, a decrease of about 8,500 contracts from the previous week. Open interest in the canola market came in at 256,049 contracts on May 15th, which was down by only 514 contracts from the previous week. At the Chicago Board of Trade, fund traders were holding a net long of about 21,800 contracts in soybeans, down about 28,000 from the previous week. The Ukrainian port of Pivdeni has halted operations because Russia is not allowing ships to enter it, in effect cutting it out of a deal allowing safe Black Sea grain exports. The Black Sea Grain initiative, signed by Russia and Ukraine last July and extended last week for two months, is intended to guarantee the safe wartime export of grains and foodstuffs from three Ukrainian ports, Odessa, Chornomorsk and Pivdeny. The United Nations, which together with Turkey brokered the deal and its extension, expressed concern that Pivdeni, near Odessa on the Black Sea, had not received any ships since May 2 under the deal. Under the agreement, all ships bound for Ukrainian ports must be inspected by a joint team, including Russian inspectors. Those Russian inspectors have refused to inspect ships bound for Pivdeni since April 29th. The World Organization for Animal Health says governments should consider vaccinating poultry against bird flu, which has killed hundreds of millions of birds and infected mammals worldwide to prevent the virus from turning into a new pandemic. The severity of the current outbreak of avian influenza, commonly called bird flu, and the economic and personal damage it has caused has led governments to reconsider vaccinating poultry. However, some, like the United States, remain reluctant mainly because of the trade curbs this would entail. A recent survey showed only 25% of World Organization for Animal Health member states would accept imports of products from poultry vaccinated against bird flu. The European Union's 27 member states agreed last year to implement a bird flu vaccine strategy. And that's today's ag Review. I'm Doug Faulkner.
1: It's your agri-weather forecast on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
0: The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Justin or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today partly cloudy and a 60% chance of showers or thunderstorms late this afternoon. It'll also be a bit hazy, winds from the southeast at 40 gusting to 60 and a high of 28 degrees. Tonight, part the cloudy, another 60% chance of showers or thunderstorms, also hazy, winds from the southeast at 30 gusting to 50 kilometers an hour, then becoming light overnight, a low 14. Tomorrow, part the cloudy, again a 60% chance of showers and a risk of a thunderstorm, winds south at 20 kilometers an hour, then becoming light near noon. High of 25 degrees with the Humidex 29. Tomorrow night cloudy, 60% chance of showers, low 15. Friday cloudy, 60% chance of showers again, high of 22, the low 14. Saturday showers, high of 20 degrees. Saturday night cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the low 14. Sunday part the cloudy, high of 24, low 13. Monday also part the cloudy, high of 26, the low 13 again. And Tuesday part the cloudy, high of 26 degrees. Normal highs for this time of year, 21 degrees, the low 6, sun rose at 5 o'clock on the dot this morning, and it will set at 852 tonight. Looking around the province, in Estevan, 20, Saskatoon, 17, Swift Current, Weyburn, 18, and Yorkton is at 16. The warm spot in Saskatchewan is at Valmarie at 22.8 degrees, cold spot in Waskasu Lake once again at 6.8 degrees. In Regina, mostly cloudy, winds from the southeast at 37 to 47 kilometers an hour, humidity at 66%, temperature at 18 degrees, that is 64 Fahrenheit, barometric pressure at 101.6 and falling. In Moose Jaw, light rain, east-southeast wind at 35, temperature 16 degrees. Once again in Regina, mostly cloudy, southeast wind at 37 to 47 kilometers an hour, and the temperature 18 degrees. Back in a moment.
1: You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM.
0: This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougalauction.com. And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. The general manager of Sask Pork says the biggest contribution the public can make to the effort to eliminate feral pigs from the environment is to report sightings. Mark Ferguson explains what prompted the launch of the Pig Spot hotline. Well, basically,
5: wild boar have been identified as a major problem, not just in Canada, but across the world. They damage crops and ecosystems and and also are a reservoir for swine diseases, and, and can make it verse, virtually impossible to eradicate these diseases as we've seen in Europe with African swine fever. So it's a major issue. The animals are not native to Saskatchewan. The only reason they are here in the wildlife is because they were either released or escaped from farms um, from the 1990s or, or early 2000s when there were more farms in the area that had wild boar. So. Basically, um, in terms of government and industry and wildlife groups, everyone agrees it's wise to get ahead of this issue before it becomes larger in Saskatchewan. So that's the main reason that we are asking the public to report sightings.
0: He says anyone in rural areas or someone driving down the highway can participate in the pig spot campaign. Ferguson says his response to the program has been pretty good.
5: Well, we get a number of sightings reported every year. And every one of them is, is followed up on. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's tough sometimes because, you know, while boar, uh, can be mistaken for other things such as, you know, cattle sometimes from a distance, it can look like a boar. Also, uh, there's sometimes domestic pigs. There, there may be outdoor pig production in, in certain municipalities and, you know, they're, they're actually a domestic Pig, but it's hard to tell from a distance if it's a wild boar or a domestic pig. So, you know there there are different uh, scenarios, and sometimes you know the reports. uh, If you if if you see a wild boar, it may not actually be one. But every every report we get is followed up on. Uh, Someone will will go onto the site and uh, and try to find signs of them. When there are enough reports in a specific area, that's when a trapping team will move in and, uh, and attempt to remove the pigs.
0: He says the current hotspot for feral pigs is in the northeast where an average of 200 wild boar are removed per year. He tells us how the public can report a feral pig sighting.
5: It's usually easier to spot them in the winter against a snow, snowy backdrop. Uh, in the winter you can see trails they make and you can... Uh, more easily spot their their habitat, so most of the trapping is is done in the in the winter uh, for this reason. But I mean, they can be ranging at any time of the year uh, looking for food. So so you you can see them any time of the year, but certainly uh, the winter time is is the main time where we where we're trapping them.
0: Ferguson says the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture is in the process of developing and consulting on a number of new regulations to address the wild boar situation.
5: So one of the things is they are uh, looking at licensing existing commercial wild boar farms and have indicated there will be essentially a moratorium on new farms. And this is important because these wild boar that are here, they came through releases or escapes from wild boar farms, so having fewer of those farms and fewer opportunities for them to essentially to escape and populate new new habitats is extremely important. Secondly, um, regulations are being developed under the Pest Control Act, which will classify wild boar as an invasive species in Saskatchewan, so this is similar to how, how we deal with rats and other types of uh, of insects in Saskatchewan and uh, basically this measure will help trappers with removal efforts in terms of accessing land and will in- introduce uh, an obligation for the public to report. So if you know they're, they're at your place, it's, uh, you have to report them. So these, these measures are gonna be excellent in reducing the spread of wild boar in the future and we're thankful for the support of the government of Saskatchewan on this matter as well as wildlife groups because we're all working together on this issue
1: to solve it.
0: Mark Ferguson is the general manager of Sask Pork.
1: You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri News Director Ryan Young.
0: This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies. Small town lumberyard big on service. com. Ryan Bull from the Bethune area is the seventh winner of the 620 CKRM Spring Country Cookout. He says his family has been farming since the early 20th century, adding it's a mixed operation.
6: It's a family farm, um, established in 1906. Mixed farm, grain and cattle, Uh, 180 head of cattle and about 12 quarters of seeded grain land. Okay. Um we own 17 quarters and rent another 6. So some in hay and pasture and the rest in uh, grain.
0: So how many um acres are you seeding this year?
6: About 2000 acres. so What you got
0: uh planted in the ground for this year?
6: Uh we started with flax, then we seeded some peas, then barley. We're on canola now. Uh next will be wheat and then some oats and peas mixed for green feed and some corn for cattle grazing
0: all right cool how are the fields looking like are they dry are they perfect or what's it kind of like out there
6: um there's some potholes with water but the the moisture in the soil is good it's perfect right now um but we will need some rain shortly
0: yeah hopefully you know with the forecast saying that there's a chance for rain you know that's definitely a uh, reason for optimism
6: yeah yeah, hopefully it comes we'll uh, we'll shut down the drill for a day if we have to that's no big deal we yeah. can't wish away rain so
0: yeah, so you mentioned that you had some cattle as well uh, how was calving this
6: year um, calving was a bit of a challenge at the beginning. We started and uh, about the 20th of March hit that first cold snap. But um, not too many sick ones. Calving went pretty well. We kept all our feeder calves until the new year as well and did really well on them. So uh, it might be a good time to, to be in the cattle right now.
0: That's good. That's really good to hear that calving went well. Yeah. And you mentioned that uh, this farm was established in 1906. That's an awfully long time to be farming.
6: Yep. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear of
0: that too often.
6: No. No, no, no. And still just family run. So yeah, that's awesome. good.
0: Well, uh, once again, I just want to say congratulations, and hopefully seeding and the season with the cattle uh, does really well this year.
6: Perfect. Well, thanks for coming out. Ryan
0: Bull is lucky winner number seven of the 620 CKRM Spring Country Cookout.
1: Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM.
0: Market Update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices at Viterra were mostly down in early trading. Canola is up $3.80 at $700.22 a metric ton. Feed wheat tumbled $20.65 to two sixty-eight ninety. dollars Number one red spring wheat is down a at 3 dollars three seventy-two sixty-five. Rest run changed. Durham four o nine eighty. dollars Feed barley 345.61, chickpeas 1058.22, flax 541.98, lentils 765.50, oats 220.32, yellow peas 382.85. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring, spring wheat for July is down ten and a quarter cents at eight dollars ten cents a bushel.
1: It's the livestock reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan 620 CKRM.
0: Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock 842-4574. Now, the latest quotes.
7: Heartland Livestock Market Report. It's Brett Jensen reporting from Swift Current Yards this week in our regular sale. We had 400 head on offer. And here's how it went, the cows were significantly higher. The good cows trading from 150 up to 166. Medium cows are bringing a dollar to a dollar 30. The heiferets and feeding cows from 180 to 220 a pound. The good bulls, they were bringing a dollar 40 all the way up to 172. Folks, upcoming sales this Thursday. That's going to be May the 25th. At 1 o'clock p.m., we're going to have a cow-calf pair sale looking at 150-plus pairs on offer. And don't forget about our 32nd anniversary sale coming up on June the 1st. That's going to be a feeder calf sale. Going to be bringing about 1,500 head of cattle on offer that day. For further information, give us a call. 773-3174. Canada's source for quality. Heartland livestock and swift currents.
0: Now the latest pork prices, they're currently at $198.48 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report.
1: This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young.
0: Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca and Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank 306-721-6667. Russia's key gas exporter says its profit for 2022 plunged by more than 40% to about $21 billion. Gazprom says it will not pay a full year dividend The news sent shares in the state-owned natural gas company, which is a pillar of Russia's economy, down about 4% on the Moscow Stock Exchange. Scotiabank has reported a second quarter profit of $2.16 billion. That's down from the $2.75 billion in the same quarter of last year. The bank says it will now pay a quarterly dividend of $1.06 per share, up from $1.03 per share. Revenue totaled $7.93 billion, down from $7.94 billion in the same quarter last year. On the markets, the TSX is down 207 points at 19,938. The Dow is down 244 points to 32,811. Oil is up 55 cents at $73.46 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 73.50 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit gowancanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day.
2: This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers
0: of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.